Hello friends, your friend Spencer here. I want to give you a video today called The Sad Story of Catherine Hudson. Now there was a young lady named Catherine Hudson who grew up in Southern California and was raised in a Pentecostal home. Her mother and father worked at a Pentecostal church and had a very strict upbringing. Uh, but she rebelled and went off into the world and became the lady we call today as Katy Perry. And I watched an interview on Vice's YouTube channel about her life and basically her growing up and what she you know, experienced growing up, things like that. And I, I got to tell you, I really felt bad for Katherine Hudson as she talked about her experiences in church and not understanding the things that she had to do. And, and really, this was a sober reminder to me that um, we cannot forsake our responsibility to reach the kids with the gospel. Uh, this is a big deal. This is very important. Now, there's several things that she talks about in this interview that I want to point out to you today. Uh, four things, basically. Uh, number one, she says, I, I struggle being two people, which we'll talk about that. Uh, she said also that I'm miserable. She said another thing is um, she talks about her experience with the gospel and basically why she didn't understand the gospel. And then we'll show you that today, even now, she walks in darkness. And uh, she doesn't understand who God is. She doesn't understand theology. And really, that's the basis of why she lives the way that she lives. So I want to show you just a few clips of this, and then I'll come back and give commentary. But the first thing I want you to see, number one here, is very troubling is that she says I'm basically two people. Now, there's demonic implications in this. And I want you to notice this real fast before we get into this, that uh, the Bible says that you're either indwelt with the Holy Spirit, which is what happens when a person is born again, or you have the spirit of disobedience working inside of you, which is Ephesians chapter 2. And uh, so we want to show you this clip and take a look at this real quick. That's a lot to carry. Well, yeah, but... That dichotomy. Yeah, I know. I I mean, I did it. <laughs> you did do it. I did do you, it. And I you're made, doing it. Okay. I, I, I made the choice, Katie right? Katie is successful. I made okay. the choice, for sure. But, like, you know... These are two different presences. And also, like, the thing is, it's like, women don't have to be, or people don't have to be just one thing, you know? Now, if you're a born-again Christian, you look at that and you understand that there's two people inside of her. That's not a good thing. Um, you know, I believe that if you're going to be in the secular pop music industry and the, at least be in the mainstream level of it, uh, there is a demonic element to that. And, um, and most people that get at that level, they basically have this same symptom. I believe that they have a devil inside of them. Um, and Katy Perry's not the only one who's done that. Uh, Katy Perry is probably the name of the entity that uh, she has created. They in the interview they talk about it being a goddess that uh, that indwells her and really bizarre stuff. Um, but she's not the only one who's ever done this. Uh, Beyonce Knowles has the same issue. She uh, she actually has an entity inside of her called Sasha Fierce, and she has admitted in several interviews that when she goes on stage, I'm not Beyonce Knowles, I'm Sasha Fierce. And uh, I think Beyonce and Katy Perry really have a lot in common um, in the fact that they grew up as church kids, and then the, the world recognized their talent, and they sold out to that, and then now that they now their life is just some big mess, a spiritual mess. Um, and so Beyonce's done the same thing. Nicki Minaj has done the same thing. Um, and even, I, I even remember back years ago when Garth Brooks, the country music singer, did this. He came out with an alter ego personality and did an album. It was very bizarre. But I think that's what happens in the secular music industry is that there is a, a spiritual element to this. Uh, I believe the spirit of disobedience indwells these people. Matter of fact, I, I mentioned that just a minute ago. Let me, let me read that to you from my Bible here uh, that I have. 
Um, Ephesians chapter 2 is the chapter that I'm referring to, and I, I want to read this to you. Uh, the Bible says, And you hath the quickened who are dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. So uh, people that are unsaved live and they have the, the spirit working in them, the, the spirit that worketh in the children of disobedience. And so that's really what Katy Perry is struggling with. She uh, is, is away from God, she's out of church. She she does she she's not even saved, and uh, and so she's being overtaken by this entity. Really wild stuff, and I want you to know that. Another thing that I want you to see is that she's completely miserable. She she talks about how uh, I just can't do this. This is there's so much pressure on me. She said she lives under a microscope, and and this is a good lesson for everybody to learn. First John chapter two talks about love not the world and the things neither things in the world. For if any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him, which that was D.L. Moody's life verse. And, uh, you know, the Lord tells you, don't get involved in this world. Don't don't start seeking fame and fortune. Uh, if you do so, there's a, there's a big price tag to be paid for that. And I want you to see what Catherine Hudson says here in this video clip. My intentions, I always try and set the right intention every morning. But I'm human, and yes. I'm living under this crazy microscope. And I made that choice, but it's not always like. Well, let's throw the word out. There's a dichotomy. There's a, a real conflict between Katie and Catherine. Sure, because look at Katie Perry. She's so glamorous. Yes. She's rich. She's luxurious, successful. Yes. And like Catherine Hudson, like, I didn't have any money. I didn't have any influence. I didn't have anything. And really, fame doesn't make you happy. It never has. It just can't. Uh, the Bible talks about they that would be rich, you know, find a snare for their soul. I believe that's First Timothy chapter six. Uh, but she goes into another gear here where she starts talking about her upbringing and and you know the things that she grew up dealing with, the rules she had to live under. And I I really feel bad for her because she did she, rules without relationship breeds rebellion. And the same is true in social issues of today with personal relationship with people, but the same is true of your relationship with God. Um, if you take a man and you make him live like a Christian, you make him say, you know, you can't drink, you can't do drugs, you can't listen to rock and roll, and he doesn't know the Lord, then yeah, he's going to rebel against that. He's going to be constantly frustrated. You, you've made the man miserable. And uh, and let me just read a verse to you. It says, First, uh, First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14 but the natural man receiveth not the th things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Um, when a person gets born again, they're given a new nature. They're made a new creature in Christ. And because of that, they start living a different way. It's, it's like the difference between cats and dogs. Uh, cats don't bark and chase cars. Uh, dogs don't, you know, scratch the uh, the the cardboard in the in the whatever whatever that thing is that cats use to scratch their claws dogs just don't do that because they're two different creatures or two different natures and so a non-christian for you to put them in a in a house full of rules especially a kid like uh Catherine hudson was who was not saved of course she's not going to understand why can't we do this and i've read uh that she grew up in a holiness home she probably was not allowed to dress certain ways um i 
I've I've read even on our Wikipedia page that they were not allowed to eat Lucky Charm cereal uh, because that was some sort of pagan thing. They were scared of that. Uh, also, she wasn't allowed to eat deviled eggs in her home. And so um, I know Baptist preachers that are that way. And by the way, th- that's ridiculous, y'all. I mean, uh, I've got Lucky Charms upstairs. I'm not worshiping Satan. Okay, the, some of y'all need to settle down with some of that stuff. Some of that's just ridiculous. Uh, but that's the type of home she grew up with. And uh, and she she started speaking about how uh, I needed to get out of that. I needed to pop that bubble. I, I didn't understand that. And yeah, if you're look, if 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 you're made to go to church, but you don't understand why, then yeah, you're going to rebel against that eventually because you you just don't you don't have the spirit of God inside of you. You're not you're not born again, and so you don't understand that. Now I had a guy a couple years ago I worked with him, and he told me he said, you know, hey Spencer, do you party? And I said no. And he said, do you drink? I said no. He goes, well, man, what do you do for fun? You know, how do you how do you have fun if you don't do those things? <laughs> and uh, I had to explain to him that you know I was a Christian and I you know and he didn't understand. Um, but listen, I had more fun as a Christian than I ever had as a lost man in the world. And the reason I don't do those things is because I have a new nature. Okay. I heard a preacher years ago. He said this, he said, I drink all the beer that I want to is the problem is I just don't want to drink beer because God's changed my heart. And so, you know, Katy Perry, she, she was sneaking around as a teenager, listening to rock and roll in her Pentecostal holiness family wouldn't let her. And so she rebelled against that and, and went out and, and really that frustrated her as a kid. And I understand that. I get that. Um, I would too, if, if I was not saved and not, did not have the Holy Spirit inside of me, did not, uh, wasn't a born again person, I, I would rebel against that. And so she starts talking here about why she had struggles with that. And, and, you know, and I want you to see this who you are there may be some of the split off of your family of origin your, your upbringing to where there was some judgmentality there rigidity and it still may be well, yeah, manifesting outside of you sure if you didn't believe in the way that was yes. told to believe then you were not a part of the conversation were you ostracized or shamed or sure. talked about absolutely Catherine and, and Catherine's experience in growing up in that family, in that environment. And so what I'm hearing is that you had these maybe fundamental or rules and ways of being in the world that may not have been in sync with who Catherine really was because she was curious. Mm-hmm. Am I making any sense to you? Curious as a cat. And I feel bad for Katy Perry as I see that. She fell for the same concept that Eve fell for in the garden. You see, the devil came to her and very subtly told her, said, you know, yea, hath God said. Basically, what he was trying to say to her is, you know, this is all good and everything, but you know, there's a lot more that you could have, but God doesn't want you to have it. So why don't you, uh, why don't you be willing to partake of that and do these things that you're not allowed to do which is why we're in the mess we're in today is because somehow Eve thought that there was more to it than just this God stuff and she she fell for it and Katy Perry fell for it and uh, and it's really sad the turn of events that it takes you down you never ever ever get better going away from Christ away from church you never get better you always get worse and you can see the devolution in her life and her character and her soul and even in her emotional status as she's drifted farther and farther away from God. Now lastly, I want you to see that Katy Perry had a critical misunderstanding of the gospel 
and this this is really probably the most troubling part of this entire video and this is really what made me feel so bad for her um, I want you to see her remarks about what she said about the church and God's people and the whole concept of come as you are and don't judge me. Um, I want you to see this and then I'll give you a comment or two here afterwards. I loved learning even in church. Um, but like, you know, and my, my mom and I, we have such a great relationship. And like I sang, I used to sing this song in church called Come As You Are by Crystal Lewis, who I love, yeah. Crystal Lewis. And like, I feel like sometimes, like, the church does more judging than loving. Okay. And that's why it doesn't feel safe for me sometimes. Okay. And like, if I was to come as I am, how would I be accepted? Because this is who I am, mm -hmm. you know? Or this is who I'm developing into. Mm -hmm. So. Now, really, that was the saddest part of this entire interview for me. Uh, she talked about, you know, I, I'm supposed to sing, I'm supposed to come to God as I am, but this is who I am. How am I going to be accepted by the church? Now, I want you to understand that the, one of the great tactics of Satan is to diminish the message by magnifying the faults of the messenger. People have done that to me on my channel. I mean, I'm not a perfect guy. I don't always get it right. Uh, but I believe what I'm saying is factual. I believe what I'm saying is, is biblical, biblically accurate. Uh, but people will just point at you and say, well, you, you're just being unloving, or you just, you're arrogant, or what, they just, I mean, whatever, they throw at me, whatever. But that's one of the great tactics of Satan is to say, you know, look at these church people, they're judging you. How could you, how could you ever go their way? Uh, they're, they're judgmental and mean-spirited. And, and I'm saddened to see that Katie Hudson, Catherine Hudson, has fallen for that lie. Um, she said, how could I ever be accepted by the church? Well, the tr you and I know, as believers, you and I know that if, if Catherine Hudson repented of her sin and trusted Jesus Christ as her Savior and truly became a born-again Christian, we would be ecstatic. We would go through the roof. I mean, I would have a I would have a Baptocostal fit if Catherine Hudson professed Christ. I really would. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, she's fallen for a lie to say that, how could I ever be accepted? And she said, how could I ever be accepted for who I am when this is who I am? And now that right there, what she said was so loaded there. I wanted to try to break that down for you. Um, can you come to God as you are? Yes. But you must be willing to leave changed. Now, when I was 18 years old, I, I trusted Christ as my Savior, and I basically told God, God, I'm a mess, and I'm done with all this. Please, God, forgive me. Um, and the problem is, is that we want Jesus to save us from the penalty of our sin, but we don't want to change. We don't want to let God change us, which is no salvation whatsoever. Everybody in this Bible that Jesus touched them, he changed them. And, uh, and that's the problem where, where you know, we want Jesus to save us from hell, but we don't want Jesus to change us our life. Either you come to him as Lord or you don't come to him at all. Now, that's not a Lordship Salvation teaching, but what I'm saying is, is that when a person repents of their sin, they trust Christ as their Savior, they, they turn from the wickedness and turn to God for forgiveness, they have to be willing to say, I'm wrong. 
I am I am a wicked heathen sinner. I am I am not right. And and what she said was is that how can I come to God as as how can I come to God or the church as I am when this is who I am? That that's a statement of pride. What she her intentions behind that are saying that I, I have no intention of changing. I am this pop star diva. How am I going to come to church and come to Christ this way? The truth is, you're not. You're not going to come to Christ that way. You'll come, you'll come to Christ as a humble sinner, bowing before God, admitting your guilt, saying that you're worthy of hell, that you're worthy of condemnation, or you're not going to come at all. And the problem with Catherine Hudson is she wants to come to God as Katy Perry, and she doesn't want to come to God as Catherine Hudson, a sinner, a fallen, depraved sinner who's made a mess of her life and wants God to pick up the pieces and have her life. That's what's wrong with Catherine Hudson. She wants to come to God on her own terms. And she's, she's deflecting that onto the church and saying that, oh, how could I ever come to, come to the church when I would never be accepted for who I, I am, Katy Perry? No, you're not. You're Catherine Hudson. And it, it, she's deflecting her hard heart towards God and her refusal to turn from her wicked ways and come to Christ as a sinner. She's deflecting that onto the church, saying that the church is being judgmental when that's not the case at all. You and I both know that's a lie. And and this is a trap that she's fallen into, and I really feel so bad for her. Um, one of the great stories I preached on this year at football camp in Illinois was the rich young ruler. And the rich young ruler wanted to come to Christ. He said, good master, what thing can I do that might inherit eternal life? And the Lord told him, said, you know, go sell everything and basically uh, sell everything you got, come follow me. The Lord was dealing with the covetousness of his heart. And he was not willing to repent of that covetousness and uh, and obey the Lord and come to the Lord. He wasn't willing to do that. And and Katy Perry, in a sense, is doing the same thing and saying, well, this is who I am. I'm Katy Perry. Well, no, if you're going to come to God, you're not going to come to God as Katy Perry. You're going to come to God as Catherine Hudson, begging God for his forgiveness. That's the gospel. And that's not what people want to hear today, but that is the gospel. And so I want, I want her to know that. That's That's her problem. Okay, so at the end of this video, she begins to explain what she believes about God now that she's rejected the gospel and is not willing to humble herself before the Lord. And she explains her theological views now. The problem is when a person rejects light, they accept darkness. And Romans chapter 1 deals with this so masterfully. And I love it. And I've, I've just gone back and forth to this so many times, just studying the nature of fallen man when they do reject God, what happens in their mind. Now, the Bible says in verse number one, uh, 21 of Romans 1, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. And so when you reject God... You become vain in your imagination. You start believing crazy stuff. And the Bible says your foolish heart is darkened. And then it goes on, verse 22, professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. And then it says, wherefore God gave them up to the uncleanness, the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own, their own bodies between themselves. And so uh, when a person rejects God, they just, God gives them over to say, okay, you don't want me? Go have that. Go have all the lust of the flesh, but you get everything that comes with it. And the Bible says in there, verse 25, who changed the truth of God into a line, worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. And so the problem is, is when a person doesn't want God for who God is, they have to create another God or another theology in their own mind 
And they have to go with that. And so when you reject who God is, you, you, have to search, you have to fill that void with something. And oftentimes that's not a good thing. And so she explains what she believes now that she's rejected the gospel in this interview. Let's watch this. I believe in positive and negative and yin and yang and all okay. those things. Yes. So I don't think that like you can say I'm a good person and go out and do the opposite and that breed good things. Okay. So I, un I understand that and that's kind of my philosophy is just like living by cause and effect. I think that's absolutely correct. I don't think there's a right or wrong because... Who's to say? I mean, you may have come from a world or a place mm -hmm. where that's right for you. Mm -hmm. That was your culture. That mm -hmm. was like, how are you, how are you raised? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There are some like basics. Yes. Now, Catherine Hudson has basically said, you know, I, I believe that there's a right and wrong, but who's to say what's right and what's wrong? Well, God is to say what's right and what's wrong. This Bible is what says what's right and wrong. And uh, she, she said, made the interesting statement that there's, there's the basics, you know, the Ten Commandments, of course. But uh, the, the problem with her is that she is... She's. This is a form of self-righteousness. She believes, well, I don't kill people, and I'm not, you know, murdering people. So I, I, you know, I'm doing okay. I, I'm good, and and that's her problem. She's not good. You're not. None of us are good, and that's that's the problem that most people face when it comes to understanding and believing the gospel. You have to believe that you're a sinner. You have to believe that you're wicked. You have to believe that you are not able to earn any righteousness on your own merit. And so she's kind of stuck in this, well, the church is judgy and, you know, there's a standard right and wrong. I do believe in cause and effect. And I'm trying to just, I'm trying to just do the right thing. And, and really, she's going to go to hell if she believes that kind of stuff. Now, when I read that, the verse that came to my mind was Romans chapter 10, where Paul talks about the Jews. And he says, uh, Romans 10 verse 1, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they, being ignorant of God's righteousness, and going about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. So basically, you know, the, the law, what he's saying there, Christ is the end of the law uh, for righteousness to everyone that believeth. Now, Trying to keep the law, which is the Ten Commandments, which is what uh, Catherine Hudson is talking about, trying to keep the law will drive you to the fact, to the to the to the realization that you can't keep the law and that you need Christ. And it says Christ is into the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. So uh, when you try to keep the Ten Commandments and try to do right, then you realize, man, this is a lost cause. I can't keep these, these commandments. I can't stay right. I can't keep myself together. I'm a mess, and I'm always messing myself up. I, I, when you come to that point, you will realize, I have to trust Christ. I ha He's my only hope. He's the only one who can save me. And, and I came to that realization when I was 18. I, I, I tried to do right. I tried to, I tried to. I tried to fly straight. I tried to stay out of trouble, and I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And I blessed the day that, that I realized I couldn't keep the law. I couldn't stay right. I couldn't do right. And so the law drove me. It was a schoolmaster. It drove me to the point where I realized I can't be right with God. I'm not right with God. And so, therefore, I've got to have somebody to be my advocate. I've got to, I've got to, if I, if I could use the American term, I've got to hire a representative in the court of law, <laughs> and that representative was Jesus Christ, and uh, and I took him as my savior. And if if any accusation is railed 
against me by Satan, my advocate raises his hand and says, wait a minute now, wait a minute, I died for that sin. And so Jesus is my, he's my advocate. He's, he's my representation before God. He, he is my Savior. He is the one who pleads for me. His blood speaks for me. And Catherine Hudson hadn't come to that point yet. And it's because Catherine Hudson is not saved. She's rejected the gospel. And now she's trying to just establish her own righteousness. Look what it says there, verse number three. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. Catherine Hudson is trying to prove to God and prove to herself that she's good enough. And that's the problem. And if she doesn't have a drastic awakening in her life she's going to die and go to hell and all of it started back years ago back years ago as a kid when she was in a home where they you know they 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 put rules on her and 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 i don't i don't know i can't speak positive or negative to the character of her home um but she loves her family she has a good relationship with her family even now um but the problem with Catherine hudson is that she did not get saved as a kid she was raised in a, in a situation of a Christian home where there's things you couldn't do, but she didn't understand it from a spiritual aspect because she did not have the Spirit of God living inside of her because she never got saved. And this is what happens. Uh, you know, this is, Catherine Hudson is a Pentecostal. She grew up in the Pentecostal denomination. But this happens in independent Baptist churches too. Uh, we have a lot of Christian schools in the independent Baptist world. And they get a high school diploma from the Christian school. They walk across the platform, turn their tassel, hit the door, and you never see them again. And all of a sudden they're bitter about, you know, I could have done this. I could have done that. And they never darken the doors of a church again. They go off into the colleges, uh, secular colleges. They rebel. And it's because they never got saved as a kid they never were right with god they were forced to conform to rules and standards but they didn't have the heart they didn't have the spirituality to understand the why behind it and Catherine hudson to me is a living testimony of what happens when a kid is put in church and never responds to the gospel and 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 never really trust christ or savior i really feel bad for her. i feel bad for her. now i think she can trust christ i think she can uh, realize that she's not good enough to earn her way to heaven and i believe she can submit herself unto the righteousness of god receive jesus christ as her savior i believe she can do that i pray that she does uh but this video to me was so sad was so sad because as a kid, she probably could have gotten saved, and we'd never, we'd never even heard of Katy Perry. She could have had a wonderful life. She got a lot of emotional issues. She she talked about suicide and all this stuff, and it's because she chose to go the wrong way. And if just in case a uh, uh, younger person, a, a teenager, were to watch this video, I want you to know that world is not what you think it is. It's not what you think it is. It's a place of misery and despair, and you can't fall for the flashy lights and all the, the lust of the flesh and the allurement of all that. If you go that way, it'll make you miserable. But you need to trust Christ. Live the Christian life. It's the best life there is to live. And, uh, and let this video be a testimony that you can have it all and really have nothing at the same time. And that's what happened to Catherine Hudson. Subscribe to our channel, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you guys. And uh, look for more videos like this coming out here in the near future. Thank you very much.